Thanks for listening to the weekly Overflow Church podcast. We hope you enjoy this sermon. For more information, visit overflowindy.com or visit us on Facebook at Overflow Indy. So we're, <laughs> there hopefully, yeah, won't be too many tears, but if you see them come, I'm just trying to be as present with the emotions as possible. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is, but it's an anointing from the Lord to cry and feel compassion and love. And, yeah, a mixture of emotions. Good, I need that. Oh, I need to look at. Yeah, my son. So I wanted to, before, um, so I'm going to, the way we're going to do things is I'm going to start, I want to share a few things on my heart, and we're going to kind of tag team this, and I'll send them off so they can go sit down, and um, I can't imagine him staying up here for 30 or 40 minutes and just being like, let me just look at everyone and be totally behaved. So that's not going to happen. But I just wanted you to start, I wanted you to see the whole picture of our family. So Josh, Lisa, and Isaiah. So Isaiah, he is an Indiana baby and will forever be an Indiana baby. He's born and, and raised here for the first year or so of his life. So he will be one year later this month, amazingly. So know that Indiana is going to carry extra special weight in our hearts for that, you know, for that reason. Um, but I just wanted to, I wanted you to see um, Lisa and Isaiah real quick, and then you guys can go down and we'll come back up later. But I'm going to tag team with Lisa on this one. Just pray for me that I get through it. <laughs> but I knew, I knew it was going to be hard because typically, especially when you kind of get into these moments when there's just, it's not just like the gradual all the emotions just kind of come in these sort of progressive waves that make sense and allow you to handle it super well. Uh, that's not usually how it happens, at least for me anyway. A lot of times when I'm actually with people and when I, I get to, to speak with people that I've, we've done life with together for so many years, It won't be like this the whole time because I don't have that much time to take a you know cry break every minute or <laughs> every sentence I speak, and I'll make jokes because that helps break up the you know the sadness of it for me. So, <laughs> uh, but I was okay just processing a lot of this in front of you guys because that's just like it's it's family here. So I wanted you guys to know how much how much we love you guys. And I know we have different amounts of relationship in this room with each of you, and however much or however little or whatever in between we've gotten to do together in this, you know, this five plus years that we've been here in Indiana, it's truly been a joy. Boy. Yeah, it's great. So, this being our last Sunday, 
goodness. I just want to first, I just want to thank you all. I just want to thank you guys for welcoming Lisa and I initially here to Indiana and for coming and being a part of our life at some point in this journey. I just am so grateful. So, and I just thank each one of you for, you know, anything and everything, every, even just a look, if that's all we have together, that's fine. That's, a, that's beautiful. And I just so appreciate the heart here of, of, of you guys and, and the people of Indiana, the Midwest. Like, this has been such a, an amazing place for us. And, of course, I especially want to thank the Cups for going on this crazy adventure of church planning and for hopefully what turned out to be a good decision to ask us to come. I, I hope after this amount of time it was favorable and mutual and as amazing as it was for us, but I just want to thank you guys and honor you for your yes. And um, I know Lisa and I both, from the bottom of our hearts, we just love you guys, and we're so thankful for you, and you've been just so instrumental for us and amazing and leaders, and it's been a, an honor to submit to you guys in that way, and we're just thankful that you've, you know, you've, you've blessed our hearts in that, that submission and just... Yeah, it's been a it's been a joy to to be with you guys and work in person. I know we'll still get to hang out in the occasional board meeting, but I just want to honor you guys um, just for that. And I know Lisa wants to say something on that too. But can we just thank the cups too? Just for saying yes, like all this is possible. So why don't you guys just, if you could, put your hands together for the cups. I just want to honor. Yep. Thank you guys. It takes, it takes a lot to church plant, and I think that's also why I'm struggling so much, because when you've connected your heart so much with something, and you've poured so much into it, you just want to see, you want to see it continue and to be blessed, and so that's what we want for you guys, is just to be absolutely blessed that the foundations that have been laid it's a springboard. It's the next. Like, there's more. There's so much more that God has. And so, we're going to miss you guys. And if you can come today, that's awesome. But if you can't, no worries. Just, if you're able to, come give us a, a quick hug if, if you want to, to do that. And you're not able to join, totally, um, totally whatever works for your schedules. Just wanted to say, even if it's just a quick hug, don't even need to say anything if you don't want. Because I know for me, a lot of times it's hard to come up with words that help convey the meaning I have for relationships and stuff. So I just want to give you permission. Whatever you need to do, don't, you know, don't feel bad about it. Or, but just whatever the Lord puts on your heart, just come give us a hug or whatever that is. So, um, so for a few minutes, I just want to share, I actually want to share about our decision to move to Indiana in the first place. And I want to I'm really just going to focus on one of the most cliche verses in scripture. So I hope you enjoy it. Now you're all wondering, like, hmm, I, which, I wonder which one it is. Any guesses? Just kidding. Don't, you don't have to guess. It's Jeremiah 29:11. Anybody have that one? You knew it? Okay. That's awesome. 
So, and if you know it, when I read it, feel free to just say it out loud. So it's, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. I just want to say that this scripture is true. Very true. Um, and our lives are testimonies of that. So, really, this has been, even just coming here to Indiana, we never thought, yeah, I think we're going to live in Indiana one day. That was never on our radar. Um, ironically, my parents were actually married in Brownsburg, which is crazy. So there's an Indiana connection there. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, that's right. Which I don't even know why I never told you that, because you live in Brownsburg. <laughs> there's a fun fact for you. The more you know. Um, yeah, my grandparents actually lived in Indiana for a couple of years. Yeah, a long time ago. I know, it's pretty amazing. Um, but that was not why we moved here. It was not to reminisce on where my parents got married <laughs> and really didn't spend a whole lot of time. But I thought that was pretty amazing that we've spent so much of our lives here in a place where my, my parents got married. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, so Lisa and I, we've been married for just over eight years now. So we got married in August of 2015. And in our first, our first year of marriage, we there's a lot of stuff that happened that first year, like some major things, like some major health things for my, my mom to start. Um, and then we decided I hated my job at that point. So don't go look on my LinkedIn or whatever and try to figure out which place I was. I'm just kidding. Um, but it was, it was actually something that, like I had felt the grace lifting from that, that position. And we were both working, making good money. In, this is in San Francisco. So that's where we met and had, had spent the first part of our lives um, as a married couple living with uh, three or four other people in a house, so we had a room in that house. Um, but it was, it was a really, it was a fun time, but it was a crazy chaotic time. And we were both at this point really early on in our marriage. What, there's more, right? Like there's more to life and in our backgrounds, we didn't have a whole lot of spirit-filled experiences. We didn't have a whole lot of uh, experience of what Holy Spirit can do and break into our situations here on earth and the here and now and actually have expectant faith for him showing up and doing amazing things. And so we didn't really have that paradigm as, as our perspective. And so we, for whatever reason, we just knew the Holy Spirit was calling us to something more and we needed to get away from our jobs and just, just stop all that stuff, stop focusing on, on finances and for a while um, stop focusing on our careers and just hit the reset button and give him space to show up and do something really awesome. We didn't know what that looked like. But about nine months into our marriage, or eight months or nine months, uh, I decided to quit my job. And um, Lisa was like, you know, that's a really good idea. I should quit mine too. <laughs> and we said, well, we're both kind of not feeling where we're at. Let's quit. Yeah, let's leave our jobs. And um, which that in and of itself was an amazing provision story from the Lord. Um, 
And we decided to go on a two-month road or like a two-month road trip across the United States. So starting in San Francisco, and then just see what the Lord was going to do. Um, and at the beginning of that road trip, we actually were down in LA. We wanted to go to the Heaven Come Conference, which is a Bethel-hosted conference. So this was in 2016. This was in the spring of 2016. And we got there, and that was the first time we heard about BSSM, or Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry, in Redding, California. And we were both silently kind of thinking to ourselves, hmm, that's interesting. I wonder, I wonder if we should go and do that. And I'd find, I found out later that Lisa was actually wondering or thinking, well, if Josh doesn't want to go, I want to go. So he can just stay back and, like, hang out in, uh, in San Francisco, make some money or, you know, whatever. We'll just figure it out. And I was, but she was very happy to, to understand that I was also considering and very open to it. But, of course, we hadn't decided at that point. So... We're like, let's think and pray. We've got this road trip. So we did this whole awesome two-month summer road trip across the U.S. We hit up like 25 states, a bunch of awesome national parks, saw a bunch of families, super fun, and very life-giving. And it just gave us the space to just be with the Lord and try to figure out, Lord, we know you have something more and you have a next step and a, a next season for us. We just don't know what that looks like. But this whole BSSM thing sounds pretty amazing. What do you think? And so probably a month of processing, and we decided we're going to apply. And we just felt peace and grace on that. So we did, and we got in, and we decided it, it was time to leave our, our lives in San Francisco. And we moved, packed up everything, and um, moved to Redding, California. And that's where we met these guys right here. And we just so happened, these guys online, the cups, just in case you needed that it's code. Code for these guys is cups. Um, <laughs> so I don't know if, I forget how the system worked, but I think you guys pick, like, there's somehow, like, a, however they feel led, they basically have, like, 12, 1,300 students, and then they're assigned to a revival group. So there's a bunch of revival groups, about 70 or so people in each revival group, 60 to 70. And so we were um, put into Jesse Cup's revival group. And so that's actually how we met. And uh, our relationship is essentially Livy's age. So uh, Livy was the time that pretty much our first year of revival school, revival ministry school started at BSSM. So seven years ago, which is amazing. All right, so you tracking, tracking with the story. So we're in, um, we're now in Redding, California. It's pretty crazy, right? This is in the fall of 2016. So it's crazy. That's seven years ago now. And we had an awesome first year. Like it was so filled with with family and fun and connection that first year. Like that was such a special year, and it was amazing being under Jesse. Um, and just so happened that that was actually Jesse's last year as a revival group pastor. So I always joke, it was probably, you know, us and a couple other people that just drove him out to really, he was like, all right, I'm going to start the church because I just can't handle pastoring these crazy people anymore. But then he invited us, so, you know, kind of a joke there. No. Yeah, it is. It is for sure. So for us, we loved first year, but we weren't sure in the um, – in that time between first year and whatever was next for us, 
So this was in 2018 in the summer. We actually had no idea what we wanted to do next. But we felt like Reading was actually our long-term home. So I had I'd started, sorry, 2017, thank you. The 2018 will come after. So summer of 2017. Um, and so Lisa and I were praying into, okay, what, Lord, what do you have for us next? We did a one year of school ministry. What should we do next? And I applied for some jobs, and I actually had a lot of favor on this one position. And I swear, I was like, man, this, I, I just have favor from the Lord. Things are going really well with this, the interviewing, and they seem to really like me a lot. And so I was pretty sure in my heart, I was like, okay, I'm probably going to take this job, and then Lisa will do a second year of ministry school or whatever, and we'll just get more deeply rooted into Reading. And that job just fizzled. Like, that, the interview just totally fizzled away. I got ghosted. So you all know what ghosting is. It's just when you reach out to someone and you're, everything's going well, you're, like, having this dialogue. All of a sudden, it's, like, silence on one end, right? And so I'd reached out multiple times after a number of interviews, seemingly like we were really connecting and all this stuff. And it was surprising because obviously I didn't feel very honored even just to get like an under, hey, you're not, you're no longer going to be considered for this position. But it helped make the decision a lot easier to be like, well, Lord, this was a closed door. I've got nothing else. Let's, let's just go to second year of ministry school. Let's do this. And about that same time, um, Jesse had put in his, his notice at uh, Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry. Uh, I guess it was early that summer of 2017. Yeah, early to mid, somewhere in there, right? And so he had decided after years of having this on his heart and on his mind and Jessica and him praying into this and when, when is the timing to, to come to Indiana, it was finally the time. And so as one of, you know, one of his recruiting decisions, he thought it prudent to ask Lisa and I if we would potentially join and come to Indiana and help plant this church. And we were like, sure, we'll consider it, but we're not actually like really, like percentages, right? We'll give you like a 10%, you know, just out of the generosity of our hearts as maybe that's the potential, yeah. You know, the good Christian answer, well, we'll pray about it, but we're like, yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen, but we'll throw like one of those quick prayers out so we actually do legally what we said we would do, and then, but heart-wise, we weren't like, let's just say we weren't there. Needless to say, that obviously changed. So what really, what really impacted us was um, a ministry trip that fall. So in our second year, Jesse and Jessica put together a ministry trip to come out from Reading. So we had a group of people to come out here. We went to Goshen and then spent a lot of time, um, or at least the Goshen area, Michiana. And uh, that was awesome. And then um, also just to spend a lot of the time here in the region in Indy. And we were open. So we were like, well, let's go check it out because we wanted to we wanted to see what the Lord was going to do with that time. We were just excited to go on a ministry trip. But we were also like, well, let's be open to, you know, what's in Indiana. Um, it's not just corn, you know, and it's, it's, there's other stuff too. So, so we came here, and I swear, from, that, from the time we got here, the Lord just was the heart and the compassion that we had for people here, the love that we felt, 
and the family that we felt here was just instant. And so we went throughout that whole trip and we just loved it. It was such an anointed, fun trip and it was a relationally amazing, build, uh, amazing way to build relationship um, with these guys, the Cups, AKA the Cups, some others on the team and then just even people here. So it was, um, yeah, it was, after that trip we got back and we said, all right. We're obviously like trying to keep a low profile with the Cups, not to be like, Oh my gosh, we loved it. It was so amazing. We're coming. We said, no, it was a really, you know, it was a really awesome trip. Uh, you know, it gave us a lot to think about. We're going to pray, you know, pray into it for sure. And we were like, secretly, because, you know, we're just trying to hold our cards a little close to be, we don't want to get them excited because if the Lord did something different. But we were like, you know what? <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, we definitely processed. We processed it and we're like, between Lisa and I, we were like, the Lord's going to have to tell us something different, but we both feel like this is the next step for us is to move to Indiana. And we're going to, God's going to have to close this door shut tight or present some insane, amazing option beyond this. Because what we felt here when we came, it was just, we knew that this was going to be our home unless the Lord was just like intervened somehow crazily. He didn't. So... So this, so we told the cups, yeah, the cups prayers out were stronger than mine, I guess, at the time. Um, so, yeah, I've tried to grow in that prayer strength, you know, prayer warrior strength to see who wins. I'm just kidding, obviously. Um, so we said, we told them a couple months later, a month later after the trip, and we said, we're moving to Indiana. Um, and that was our, that was our journey just to get to that point of decision. And once we put our, our yes on it, then we went through uh, 2018. We actually started meeting in Reading, uh, the, like the spring semester of 2018 early. We started meeting together as a, or as a group in, in Reading. The Cups came in, I think, March it was of 2018. And then we, we were preparing, getting done with our last part of school of ministry for our second year. And then we decided to come out. So we actually moved out here in uh, the summer of 2018, so just just over five years ago now. So I just want to say I walked you through all that detail, and I'm gonna get off the stage really soon because. But Lisa's a lot more brief than me, so you'll you'll see that if you haven't already known and understood that she gets to the point. But what I just want to say with that story, and I felt like I just wanted to share that story because I want you to know. All the things that had to line up, all the crazy things that had to happen, just to ref like reflecting on that story and all those details, there's a million scenarios that could have played out. There's so many things that had to happen for us to actually step into this place, to, to come here. There was so much that had to happen. And it's just not a coincidence. And so I hope even in that story, a lot of times, like we might be on, when we were leaving our jobs, right, in San Francisco, we're all at different places in process in, in our lives. And we're, as a church, as Overflow, we're at a different process or different part in our journey as the body of Christ as Overflow, right? And even the, like the evolution of how we're growing and stepping into the promises of God here, that's all, like we're always in process. And so wherever 
you can take the analogy however you want for your own life or for overflow, but I just want to encourage us, like, wherever you're at in that journey, just reflect and be like, let's just trust God. Because I didn't know, I couldn't have told you when we we're leaving our jobs in San Francisco, yes, we're going to end up in Indiana and we're going to be helping to plant a church and we'll be, uh, have learned a lot of things about um, the Holy Spirit and um, we're going to have a much deeper relationship with God and we're going to be uh, praying for miracles. That's going to happen. I, that's how it works. That, that was not how I had envisioned it. And so what I just want to say is Jeremiah 29, 11. Come on. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. So I just want you to, I just want you to remember that whatever part of the season you're in and whatever as a body as overflow, whatever season we're in, and it's like, oh, I can see clearly. Maybe there's different times where it's like, oh, I got my answer. Yes. I'm, it's so easy to see what the next step is and what the vision is. That's just not always how it works out. And sometimes we're earlier on in the journey. And so I just want to invite you to press in and know that God has such amazing things in store for each of you. He has such amazing things in store for overflow. He has called the cups, and he's calling all of us. We're hearing the, the beat of the drum, as Bill Johnson often will say. He beats a drum, and then people are like, yeah, that's, that's the call that I am, feel called to. That's what I want to go and serve and be a part of. And so I just want to, I want to bless this church, and I'm going to, we're going to throw some prophetic words out later, too, for this is what I feel like this church carries. Um, but I just want to, if you could just put your hands out, I just want to bless you with Jeremiah 29, 11. It's not just a, a good verse that we like to quote every now and then. There's so much truth in it. And that verse was actually during the, the time of exile for, um, for the Jewish people. And that's what, through Jeremiah, that was the word that came to these people. Like, hey, <laughs> that was a really hard time for them. Um, and so he just wants to declare that over you guys and over me and over this church, that he knows the plans for us. And if we press into him, he says, just press into me. Like the next verses after that, it talks about if you seek me, if you press into me, and if you, you come with faith, be expectant of what I'm going to do because then you're saying, God, I recognize your nature and who you are. Let's partner our faith with what God is doing. And we're going to see him take us on this awesome, awesome journey together. So I just, I bless you guys with that. And if you could just welcome up Lisa. She's going to bring the, the next part here. Love you guys. All right. What can I accomplish in 10 minutes? Let's see. <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, wow. I'm so, just so thankful to to be here today, our last Sunday, and to be able to share something as well. Um, I, I had prepared something, but I really felt like the Lord wanted to, to have me kind of go into something else. And, and so a lot of you... <laughs> Maybe may have heard me. I feel like the last time I spoke, I was like, what, 38 weeks pregnant, which was um, 
seems like a long time ago. It was a year ago. Um, but I, I do cry sometimes. Um, it's not an unusual thing, so that's okay because lots of, lots of, um, lots of emotions today. But I just wanted to share, just as Josh was talking about our journey, that um, something that the Lord has given to me as a gift. I want to make sure that you all are reminded of that gift and that you exercise it. And it's the gift of surrender. Because throughout our, our journey of just laying down our agenda, laying down our lives, laying down what we think should happen, the Lord always invites us into the posture of surrender because we know we can trust him because he always has such good things planned for us, as mentioned in Jeremiah. And so I just want to leave you all with, <laughs> if you want a verse, this is for you. Zechariah 4.10, do not despise these small beginnings. What we didn't know from five, six, seven, eight years ago, and where God has brought us. Just the the daily works of things. And in our, our journey, we were actually doing the church planting course at BSSM. We had no idea. It wasn't a for sure, 100%. Hey, we want to be church planters. We want to be a part of this team. Like we had no idea. It was just kind of like the Lord just plant seeds in your heart, in, in your ministry, in your works. And he uses those things. And I want to say, even today, it's a Jeremiah word that, that you shouldn't despise the small beginnings. Even where we are, five years in overflow, it's just the beginning. And I'm, I'm excited to just continuing to partner with you all, even from California, to be praying for you all. But I just wanted to share just a little bit of what we have experienced, what we have been a part of with um, being part of the original launch team, core team, whatever you call it, having fun with hosting connection gatherings, volunteer appreciation nights, um, hosting elements, and now lovely Darlene has taken that over. Please take elements because it really does give you the core foundation of not just overflow core values, but just kingdom values, and they're so important, and it really implants, imparts identity in you. Um, being home group leaders, being hosted in different homes, and being with the Petersons, and in their home, and just being part of service flow, just, just being with you all, and stewarding and leading the spirit on Sundays, pre-service prayer, ministry team it's just been such a joy and an honor and just the lord doing things day in and day out and overflow and i'm in this region and and i just want to say what josh was mentioning you know just us being here partnering with jesse and jessica gosh and i can't look at them because then i'll just cry even more but but <laughs> 
but we love them so much. And, and I just want to encourage you all, please, just be praying. Be praying for them. Be praying for the leaders in this environment. Because being on this journey for the past five years, like, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes, but as spiritual covering and as people really plowing and being part of a movement that is overflow, that's part of the kingdom. Gosh, what a gift that you all get to be praying for them and covering for them as your spiritual covering. And if you need more information on spiritual covering, please read... Um, John Bevere's book, Undercover, it's amazing. It will change your life. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ooh, I still have five minutes. Oh, my God. I'm just kidding. Um, what I actually also want to go into is some of the declarations that the Lord shared with me and wants me to share with you. I really feel like for this next season, if you want to call it the next five years, go ahead. But it's five things. Um that I really feel like the Lord wants to do this next season. And, and the five are increased level of unity and community, relationships, and family. Carrie Nicholson and I have been talking about this, how the Lord is really calling families together. And I know some of you, even in this room, you all have been contending for reconciliation. And I just want to say that... God is on it. He wants that too. And it's important because community, family, being known, and just being just being vulnerable too, not for vulnerability's sake, but to seeing the God in other people and to just being a part of that and experiencing that and extending grace and love for one another. So that's number one. Number two, I really feel like there's going to be an increased... Increase signs and wonders. And I know it's something we've all been uh, continuing to press into, even experiencing, but I just feel like there's more. And I know that there's going to be continued um, outbreaks of healing, and that overflow is a perfect health zone, and you all are part of it. And wherever you go, it's just going to be like, wow, this person just gets healed. You just walk by them, and wow, they just get healed. Something gets broken off. And so just know healing isn't just the physical. There's, there's the spiritual. There's the mental, emotional healing that takes place as well. And, and I just see that, um, I see that being explosive in this next season too. Uh, increased level of provision. So this includes finances as well, but um, the Lord's just been reminding me of heaven's economy. Like, yes, we live in the natural, but there's so much in heaven's economy and, and the kingdom culture that we have yet to tap into. And so just bringing that to the forefront of our minds, like, yes, God, like, even though my financial situation looks like this, I tap into <laughs> heaven's economy and, and what you have available, Lord, because you are provider and things are limitless with you. So an increase in just creative ideas, opportunities, networking. I know some of you, you know, you have amazing businesses, even being retired. Like, there's just more that's available. And I'm so excited to see you all just tap into that and impart that um, in the church and in the region. 
And number four, I see just an increased level of uh, intimacy with the Lord. And this falls specifically into just the purity and holiness that he's called for his people. And I just, I just um, pray that for all of you who, who don't get to experience just the Lord in certain measures you've been desiring, like, just keep pressing in because he's available. You may just find yourself one day like, wow, I get to commune with the Lord. I get to experience this. Like, he's such a, he's such a good father. He's such a refiner, and he's calling us to be a holy people, to have levels of purity and impartation, to change the world around us. And so just Jeremiah, or <laughs> Jeremiah, yes, and Zechariah, don't despise small beginnings. And finally, I feel like there's going to be an explosion of joy happening in this next season. Like you all had on Wednesday night just a, a fun game night. I just feel like there's there's going to be an outpouring of just even more increased uh, childlikeness. <laughs> I mean, granted, we have Laura as our children's ministry leader. So, yes, she is going to be just know in the church, like, there is that impartation as well. There's more to be discovered. And something that I've carried this last season, um, just dealing with a lot of health stuff, is Proverbs 17:22. A joyful heart is good medicine. So just know, like, hey, I'm feeling kind of down. I'm feeling kind of you know, my body's not working, just partner with that, that joy of the Lord, that is your medicine. And so I just want to say, like, these are the five things I really feel like the Lord um, is is doing in, in this this next season here at Overflow. Um, and just the final thing I want to leave you all before I invite Josh back up is that... <laughs> That everything apart from the Lord is an illusion. Everything. It's like this need that you have, this desire, the striving, the anxiety. It's like everything apart from God is an illusion. So if that's something that I can just leave you with, just hold on to that because all we can do in this life is hold on to him and let him do the change. Let him do the work. Let him provide the impartation. And we can only do that with a gift of surrender. So I just bless you all, and I love you all so much. And I'm just going to invite Josh up, um, and we're going to close together with Isaiah, too. So. So there's a couple of words that I feel like are just very, they're very key to overflow. And this has been just a couple, there's, there's a lot of words, right? There's a couple that I felt like the Lord was highlighting that I wanted to reiterate today. And I felt like that's what he put on my heart. And these words have been there pretty much since the beginning of when like from that summer that the Cups decided it's time to leave Reading and it's time to go plant this church. 
and from that, the ministry trip in 2017, like, and then we've had it multiple times throughout the history of Overflow. And so I just want to encourage you guys with this. Um, the first one is family. Like, this place is a place of family, and I feel like God was saying, family is one of those wineskins that holds revival. Family is a wineskin that holds the new wine that he wants to pour out because it's like, just like family, it's like, it's flexible and it's, it's full of, of love and it's, it's there to, to receive, like into a place of welcome to be here, to actually receive that new wine and the people that he wants to, um, to jump in that river of, of wine. Like he's going to bring those people and it's going to be family that really holds things together. As overflow continues to expand and get bigger and the logistical challenges, right, that come with it, totally, totally, yep. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to require that family element. And that's always been a word in the very fabric, the very DNA of overflow is family. This place is a place of family. And there's so many testimonies of people just walking and being like, wow, I felt so welcomed. And I feel, this place feels like family. And we're learning how to walk that out, right, in the practical. But that is here. That is available. And each one of us get to play a part in that cultivation of family. So I feel like for Overflow's DNA, that one's so important. And it's one of the pillars. You go back to that uh, the vision, mission type uh, building that the Cups put together that summer, I guess. Family is one of those key pillars that prop up the structure and foundation of what overflow is and how it's being built. Also just say this is a regional catalyst. This place is a regional catalyst. It's a well and it is a revival center. So it is starting with overflow for sure. That's awesome. I don't mind him. He's just excited. He's declaring and saying, yes, that's so true. Good word, dad. Um, Thank you, son. I appreciate that. Uh, and so this is a, a place that people come. Um, and family, like, is going to stay here and be a part of that and to help cultivate that. And then other people will come, too, to be filled up because they need what Overflow has. They need to get that DNA to actually be sent out as well. So that's what I think of this place, and we're just in the beginnings of that kind of setup, but that's where Overflow is headed. So I just want to say that's true. And even with like the Steve Backlund events, anytime we can regionally bring people together and to, to pour into other people and just to bless them, like this is a, a stream here that we're inviting people into, right? To, to get something that could totally change their lives and change the lives of people around them. And the last one I want to, I just want to leave you with, um, and this one, it's one of, if not the weightiest ones for me. It's that Indiana is promised land. And so as you move into the land, God is calling you to claim the inheritance that he's given you and possess the land. Possess it. Yes. Amen. <laughs> and I'm, I I want to say God's going to help us navigate what that looks like. 
but let's just let him, if you want him to lay hands on you later for joy impartation, just feel free. Fact here, just go get, yeah, thanks, awesome, Woo, that's awesome, thanks buddy. Um, so I just want to encourage us, like God has all these amazing promises, and it's, we get to respond. He doesn't just say, and I preached on this maybe a couple months ago, but the Israelites entering the promised land, it wasn't just like, all right, there's the promised land. It's, we have it all figured out now. We've, we're there in the promised land. He's given it to us, but we don't like have everything. Oh wait, we don't have everything. He's actually called us to be a part of it. We have it in heaven, it's there, it's ours. He said it's ours, but he's called us to possess the land as well. And so there's going to be key things as part of Indiana as the promised land. And overflow gets to play a huge part of possessing the promised land, the, the promises of God for Indiana, the amazing prophetic words. But this is one for overflow that we get to possess the land. Amen. We get to possess his promises in this land, in this physical land. We get to possess it. And it, all it takes is us pressing in and being like, the, the thing that the Israelites did wrong was any time that they would go do something without seeking the Lord on it, it didn't work out. So all they had to do was say, hey, Lord, what do you think? Should we go possess that or should we go do that or how should we do this? And he's like, thanks for asking me. I will tell you how to do it. And every time they did that, it worked out fantastically and swimmingly. So I would just say that word, it's there to possess the land. <clears throat> but we get to play a part with what the Lord is doing and press into that. So, so I just want to, did you want to say anything else? No, I, uh, I know it's time. All right, so I just want to, if you could just receive in cups, if you guys want to start coming up um, as we're doing this, but just receive. This is for you, this is for your family, and this is for the overflow family. But I, I want to declare the promises of the Lord. So just receive the promises of the Lord over you guys, that they are true, that Jeremiah 29, 11, right? Again, he knows the promises. He knows the plans he has for you. Their plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope in a future. And to see those promises fulfilled at overflow. So I just bless you guys. Bless your hearts. Yeah, we just bless you as a family. And we love you guys. And we are going to miss you so much. But we'll be praying for you. Um, you'll always be in our prayers and always in our hearts. So love you guys. Thanks for listening to the Weekly Overflow Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy this sermon. For more information, visit OverflowIndy.com or visit us on Facebook at Overflow Indy.